0: You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network, brought to you by Lacrosse Boots. So here's what Lacrosse has recently done: they've taken their 100 plus years of experience to create a new line of lace-up hunting boots called the Navigator Series. Now, the Navigator Series comes in two options: the Atlas for men and the Windrose for both men and women. Now, if you want to find out more about their high quality awesome boots, you need to go to lacrossefootwear.com. All right, here we go again. Welcome back to the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Dan Johnson, and this podcast is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Now, today, we are joined by... Kevin Guillen of Wilderness Athlete and I I liked this conversation because we haven't done a, a topic like this as far you know we've talked about getting physically fit and being prepared for the high country or life or just being in better shape so that hunting is easier but we've never talked about supplements and we've never talked about you know what certain things can do for your body and uh you know this is kind of this was a very interesting conversation for me because uh, we talked about things like altitude sickness we talk about things like um you know energy being drained of all your energy and what are some things that you can put into your body that help you that last hike up the mountain or that, that last push to finish out the rest of the day um Because believe it or not, whether you're sitting in a tree stand or you're, you know, burning a ton of calories, climbing up a mountain, uh, your body is working really hard and uh, it's... It's draining itself of energy and nutrients. And uh, and that's why I wanted to get someone on from one of these companies. I know there's, you know, Mountain Ops is out there as well. But uh, it sounds to me like a wilderness athlete does things a little bit different than all the other, I guess you would say, outdoor branded supplement companies like this one. Or like, you know, like the products that they the, the products that they produce and sell and whatnot. And so I had a really good conversation with Kevin about altitude sickness, about energy depletion, and what needs to go into your body to fix those problems, right? So and on top of that, I talked to Kevin about where he's from, his history, some of the hunts. We have a it's almost like a BS session up front, and then we talk about wilderness athlete on the back end. So it's a really good interesting podcast. I learned a lot about uh, you know, the the products I guess you could say of this company Um, I've never taken any of them you know full disclosure I've never taken anything from like mountain ops or I've never taken anything from wilderness athlete before Uh, but after this conversation it might be something I I look into especially when I head to Colorado and I'm just burning Tons and tons of calories in a short period of time, and uh, if I could get the advantage by taking a pill, man, I think I, it's something I, I'll definitely look into. But as always, before we get into today's podcast, I got to talk a little bit about Ripcord arrow rest. man. You hear me talk about Ripcord on these commercials all the time, and hopefully, you aren't like hitting the fast-forward button uh, in in front of these commercials because Ripcord is. You know i get to i get to look at a lot of products i get to read up on a lot of products you know i go to the trade shows and i check out a lot of products but ribcord arrow rests is kind of a unique company in the rest market because number one it's produced in the united states right it's an american company it's owned by vets and i've used it for i don't know how many years and in that period of time i have use maybe like two or three different rests right it is it's absolutely crazy the durability that these that these rests go through i mean i beat the shit out of my equipment every single year and i don't get a new rest i take my my old rest i put it on my new bow and that's literally probably one of the only products i do that with aside from maybe my rest right or my uh, my sight so my sight and my rest Bounce whenever I get a new bow, but uh, ripcordarrowrest.com, these guys have limb driven systems, they have string driven systems, they have full containment, they have uh, the ability on some of their models to micro adjust to the nth degree. And uh, if, if if being accurate is what you're all about and having aero containment is what you're all about and working with a company that has excellent customer service, American products and is owned by vets, man, you need to uh, you need to check out Ripcord's products, man, because they are some of the best on the market, hands down. I'd argue that with anybody. So uh, ripcordaeros.com, check them out. Other than that, we're going to be having a giveaway. I'm going to be giving away... A bow. I'm going to be giving away broadheads. I'm going to be giving away a a ripcord arrow rest and maybe something else. I'm not sure. Those are the three that I know of for sure, but I'm telling you right now, man, I'm looking forward to uh, getting some some of this gear out and it's going to be one big giveaway. You know, one winner is going to be giving away all that. So I'm going to do that probably next week or the week after. So keep an ear out. Um, I need people you know, I need people to go to Instagram on the Sportsman's Nation and on the Nine Finger Chronicles, to, and make sure you guys are following along there. Like, subscribe, do whatever. Subscribe to this podcast because I'm going to th- throw some curveballs at you. I'm going to make you work for this this uh, giveaway, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So, without further ado, here is Kevin Guillen from Wilderness Athlete. All right, on the phone with me today, Mister Kevin Guillen. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great. How are you, sir?
0: Can't complain, man. I tell you what, uh, we're inside. Actually, one day I have one day, and then we're inside exactly one month until I leave for my Colorado elk trip. So I have a lot to do in a very little time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, I have a feeling when kind of when it's right around the corner, it's like holy crap. There's so much more that you weren't thinking. You had to get ready, gear, and all that stuff.
0: Right, right. Man, I'm lucky. I uh, I did all my huge gear binge purchase last year so i have a lot of uh a lot of products and you know everything's basically new for me so i don't i don't need to go out and and buy a lot it's just a matter of organizing it and finding it from the last time that i used it so that's the big that's the big problem i always run into
1: oh yeah no I, i know what you mean i was kind of in a situation like that uh about a year or two ago, I was like, Well, I don't think there's a single thing that I actually need. Like want need are two separate things. But oh, yeah. There's nothing more I need. Um so now, you know, when season rolls around I just I gotta spend, you know, definitely a, a week at least just kinda making sure what I've got is what I wanna bring and it's it's clean or it's working or whatever. Yep. You know, lamps charged, all that kind of stuff. Got plenty of fuel for my stove, that sort of thing. But I mean that's part of the fun of it. I love tinkering that kind of stuff. I'm sure you do too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm slowly becoming a gear nut. Uh, In the past, I I liked gear, but I would just go out and buy it and not really tinker with what I actually needed. I just would go out and read someone's opinion, talk to a buddy, and that was good enough for me. Now, I'm kind of starting to dive deeper into the the why is this product good for me stage, which can, can be dangerous if you don't watch out.
1: Oh, yeah. There's so many things out there. I mean, hard goods, uh, everything, you know, yeah. anything you can think of, any part of your equipment arsenal that, you know, there's like a, a separation between just the BS you don't really need, you know, and the stuff that's just they're going to make it seem like without this, you're not going to make it very, very far. So it, it's tough. You got to be a pretty savvy buyer these days.
0: Right, right. So, you work for Wilderness Athlete, and we're going to get into all of that here uh, very shortly. But before that, um, my buddy Tim Kent's like, "Hey, man, you need to talk to this guy. He's kind of uh, he's hardcore hunter, just like us all." And uh, I want to I want to BS with you a little bit up front about what do you got going on for 2019? Any any cool trips?
1: Oh yeah, quite a few. Um, this will be this will be probably one of the busiest falls of my hunting career. Uh, for sure, I so I'll start off with a, a Utah archery hunt in uh, in August. Uh, so you know, like a lot of guys in August to be an archery, you know, mule deer hunt, high country stuff. So I, it'll be my first time hunting Utah too. So I'm I'm really excited about that. So that'll be you know for a good solid week in August. Then uh, I also drew an elk tag in Arizona, but it's it's not until November, so it's like the late, you know, late archery elk tags, but I'm stoked because it's still an elk tag. Yep. Um, I also drew a whitetail tag down here in Arizona too, so same same rifle whitetail tag I've been hunting for the past two years uh, here, so, you know, it's fun to go into a hunt, like I've got, I've got two hunts this year that are my first time hunting in these areas or, you know, this hunt at all, and then I've got two hunts that I've got a pretty good, um, you know, experience with, so... The whitetail tag tag's one of the you know ones i've I've hunted for a few times now and then and then I'm going to California, uh, which is my home state. I will go there in uh, September for a blacktail um, wilderness blacktail hunt. So that should be a ton of fun too. I've got some buddies uh, back there that they do this hunt every year and a handful of hunts every year, and it's just a it's it's so much fun to to get up in the mountains with them and spend you know six days uh, in some wilderness area and, and see gorgeous country, especially. You know, I, so I said, I'm from California. I, I'm here in Arizona now, and it's just, as you can imagine, an entirely different climate world. So it's, it's fun to get to go back home and, uh, spend some time in high country there again.
0: So let's see. I, I take it from what you've described there, you're going to be hunting blacktail on the northern part of the state in California?
1: Yep. Yeah, northern. Yes.
0: Gotcha. Uh, I okay. was, at, I was in, uh, napa valley with my wife last year for a, a trip that i take her on i actually just got back from nashville it's the annual i'm taking you on a trip so you don't bitch to me about going on all my trips trip <laughs> if that makes sense smart man. Yeah, smart man. Yeah. so um but when we were out in napa man we uh i saw a good handful of uh, black deer when we were driving between Napa and the coast one day. And, oh, yeah. and, uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. And then obviously I've been up in, uh, Washington as well. And I've seen some, uh, some blacktail there, but yeah, that's a, that's an animal that's not necessarily high on my bucket list, but the more I learn about them and find out about them, the more I want to go chase them.
1: Yeah. They're cryptic, uh, little deer. They're, they're awesome. I mean, I, so actually, you're there. You were in. I used to work in Napa, and uh, I lived. I went to Sonoma State up there, and so I lived. I lived on that side of that valley for, um, gosh, four years or so, five years, and then actually more like five years. And then I worked in Napa, so I had a long commute back and forth. And so I know. I know the deer you're talking about. You see a bunch of these these vineyard deer, and then the coastal blacktail too. And um, yeah, I feel like they're kind of not like one of those hallmark species that western hunters think of as like man that's you know what i'm gonna you know i've, I've always wanted to shoot a blacktail but once you see the country they live in and you you kind of observe them and stuff they just they're really they're awesome animals they're a little bit smaller than your typical like mule deer but they're they're pretty they're pretty cunning they're, they're very similar to like whitetail like coos deer here in arizona they're just very careful they're very you know very cryptic about their habits and stuff so they're, they're a ton of fun to hunt.
0: Yeah. So out of all these hunts that you're going on this uh, fall, what is the one you're probably looking to the, the most?
1: You know, that's a good question. I think right now this this archery mule deer hunt, because it's it's up first, and, and that's kind of the way I've been uh, trying to think about this myself. Is like I got, you know, four awesome tags in my pocket. Um, and, and truthfully, like the elk tag I drew is, it, it, you know, it's my first elk tag ever. And it's got the potential in a unit. I mean, it's gonna, I'm going to have to work for it, but, you know, to see some really good bulls. But um, so it'd be easy to just get totally hung up and distracted with that and not really focus on the one I have at hand. So um, I've just been really pumped up about this archery uh, mule deer hunt. Uh, I'm going to you know, make a fun road trip out of it with a couple of buddies. Um, so, you know, I'm really looking forward to that because it's just a couple of weeks away, really. And, you know, I'm sure once that one's done and I'm home from that, it'll be, you know, okay, what's next, which is, which is going to be my September blacktail hunt. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of taking it one at a time and, you know, I have four tags, but that just means, you know, four opportunities, hopefully. So who knows, I yeah. could, if I, if I, if I don't approach it right, it couldn't, you know, it may not be that great of a season. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. But at least you, you have all those opportunities out there. Um, yeah. So sure. I'm, yeah. I'm really curious about mule deer and i'm going on my first well it's my second mule deer hunt but i'm calling it my first official mule deer hunt because i've done a ton more prepping and planning um, and information gathering for this upcoming hunt to south dakota Uh it sounds like this one in it's in utah right
1: uh yeah okay
0: Are we talking high country? Like what elevation are you thinking you're going to be at?
1: Well, we've got kind of two plans. Um, well, it's, re- it's really one plan. It's just we're going to see. I, I've got a couple of low country spots that I'm going to hunt for at least two days. Um, and when I say low country, we're probably going to be in that like 6,000, you know, 5,500 range just because we're not going to need to get, uh, you know, they're fairly easily accessible areas. But they're, they're areas that I think, you know, we want to spend some time in right off the bat. Um, but I know there's some deer in and then if those don't pan out, uh, I've got a couple areas that I, that we'll hike into for the rest of the trip and, and backpack in there. So, and those will, you know, I mean, we'll see peaks there as, you know, close to ninety, ninety two 92 to 9,500 feet. Um, but we'll be, you know, camping a little bit less than that. So it, it's, it's definitely high country, especially for, you know, well, just about for anybody. I mean, if you're a guy that's born and raised in Colorado, then, you know, it might not be, too much of a stress for you but you know i'm i'm here in phoenix valley so we're in, I, it'll be an adjustment and it always is anytime i go into country that's you know above that six thousand feet range but it's it's always a ton of fun to just kind of experience it and see what it's like up in high country but um you know it's nothing too too crazy
0: yeah is have you um done a similar hunt before or is this a first timer for you
1: um well, I've never hunted in Utah. I've never um I'd say the the highest I've hunted in terms of high country would be a couple of years ago on actually a very like similar like blacktail hunt where we were actually camped, you know, somewhere between like seven thousand, eight thousand feet, um hunting a bit above that, but mostly just kind of hanging out at that elevation to hunt, uh which is plain high for for most, you know, blacktail in the country we were in. But um you know, I think this hunt offers a lot of things that are going to be new to me for sure. Um, the main thing that's going to be new to me about this hunt is kind of having this dual, this option, you know, this sort of like, okay, I'm going to give this a couple of days and then completely pull camp up and shift gears and go somewhere else if I don't, if if one doesn't work out, which hasn't typically been the way I do things. Usually, you know, the hunts that I go on are pretty committed to one area, one plan, and if it doesn't work out, then, you know, it, it doesn't work out and I'm going to spend five days or whatever it is making that plan, you know, seeing it through. But, um, I'm pumped to, you know, kind of see how this works out because it's a new state and I feel like I got to give myself some new, you know, so, some options. Like I don't want to be totally committed and stuck to one plan in one area.
0: Right. Right. Man, that's awesome. I, I have, I've, uh, just, I'm going to say I've just started my Western hunting game uh, experiences, you know, Colorado. Um, I've started collecting points, uh, several years ago for Wyoming, but is that, is that you, is that mule deer hunt that you're going on? Is that a a preference point or is that a lottery? Um, Uh, it's
1: uh, a, it's a preference. Well, I mean, the hunt that I drew, I drew with no points as a non resident and it's a pretty easy tag to draw. There's nothing special or unique about it. I think, I think it would be pretty certain to say I could draw it almost every year. Um, so I guess in that sense, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a lottery hunt, but, um, you know, I think a lot of the best hunts in the West, I think a lot of people overlook because they don't take those high preference points like to draw and guys just think, well, they're, you know, they probably don't hold that much potential or the deer numbers aren't great or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, obviously you got to put in work, you got to have some good knowledge about the area you're going into. And then of course you got to get a little lucky. So, right. Uh, you know that's that's just how it works out, but I think that's part of the beauty of Western hunting, and and that's what's so much fun about going into a place you don't know is like yeah maybe this maybe this zone isn't like premium. I mean obviously Utah's got some incredible um, incredible units and incredible hunts, like some of the best in the world. But you know it's like maybe this isn't one of those. But shit, I'm you know I'm not, I'm far from the guy who needs to shoot some like 180 buck to feel complete. Right. So I, right. I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be totally. Uh, Satisfied and happy and and enthralled if I just, you know, see deer and just have, you know, some good stocks and just have a good hunt. You know, that's that's what it's about for me.
0: Right. And that's that's what I was like when I went on my Colorado uh, elk hunt last year. Uh, We had encounters and we heard close bugling bulls. Now, we didn't walk out of the uh, off the mountain with uh, a dead animal, but the experience and just that encounter alone was a success for me. So I'm I'm okay with taking baby steps to the point where, you know, now I'm now I'm like, okay, now I gotta kill something. But, you know, if I have another year like I did last year, man, I, I'll probably consider that as a success as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well I mean that's like I said, I don't know I'm not sure what background um, your background is in hunting, but you know, I think that's like what people are drawn to so much about Western hunting is that you know even you know, even if like you said you walk away with just um some, some experiences where you saw good animals or maybe you had a stock or, or whatever, where it doesn't result in, you know, hauling, you know, a bull or or an elk off your, off the mountain, you still had an awesome experience, you know, because you're out in some really gorgeous, wide open, huge, rugged country. Um, There's always a whole lot of experiences that come with that, you know, just hiking in, hiking out, getting there. Um, You know, it's an adventure in and of itself. And I think that's what people are, looking for you know intrinsically you know whether you come from the midwest east coast or whatever it is there's just a draw that people have to the west for that reason because you know i I love hunting in blinds and and stands and stuff just as much as the next guy but there's always just that added element of curiosity when you know you're like man i need to cover this entire mountain range and just see what's up there just that curiosity to find out
0: yeah that's a fact man and I don't know every day I just get more jacked and more jacked and more jacked and then I hit the mountain and then it's instantly like oh god this sucks oh god this sucks yeah. oh god <laughs> yeah.
1: it's definitely not uh that type one fun right. you know there's levels of it and I think that's what makes it memorable when you're you know long after the hunt you're home you know enjoying your air-conditioned couch and everything and then that's the thing that sticks with you is, I mean, yeah. then that hike in really sucked, you know, but it just somehow you miss it. You know, it's, it's what keeps you coming back. If yeah. it was easy, then, you know, would not have the same, same draw for sure.
0: That's right. That's right. And I didn't die. So that means I can probably push myself a little harder next year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. If it doesn't kill you, then, then makes you stronger, I think. Right.
0: So have you always been uh, an Arizona resident or ha- have you transferred from someplace?
1: No, I, I, I grew up, born and raised in Northern California. Um, I've only lived here in Arizona for gosh, about years. It's so about six years now, almost. Gotcha. Um, we, uh, I, I moved out here with my girlfriend in, in 2014. Um, she got into veterinary school out here. Uh, at the time, I was working for the Department of Fish and Game in California, and and I was just tired of you know I was just you know looking for a change of pace, just looking for uh you know live in a new state. Uh, I loved everything I knew and heard about Arizona, um, and I wanted to to follow her. So we came out here, and and through a series of just you know lucky circumstances, I, I started working uh, for a company called The Outdoorsman's. Uh, you might be familiar with them; they make yep. a bunch of awesome Western hunting gear. So. I worked there for for just under a year, and you know, at the time, uh, Wilderness Athlete was you know we operated Wilderness Athlete out of the same building, uh, so the same team, same building, more or less, same same team. Um, and you know, the, the growth of Wilderness Athlete got to a point where we were like, okay, it needs its own team, it needs its own facility. Uh, this thing can really grow and 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 get its own legs underneath it with you know with that kind of stuff. So that's when I went with it. So I actually you know was. I guess employee number one when it when it moved to its own facility and team. And uh now we, you know, have just continued to blossom and stuff since then. And it's crazy every now and then with uh some of my, my coworkers, especially like Courtney, who was obviously she's my boss, she's a CEO of Berlin's athlete. She was it was just me and her for the longest time and every now and then we look back at like, holy crap, this thing just grew so fast. Like look at our team now, look at the things we're doing now compared to just a handful of years ago, the the kind of considerations we made then. So, um, yeah, I've I've been here. So since then, and and I'm, I love it. I I mean, I don't know whether it's, you know, the, the desert or the people, or there's so many things here that, uh, that just keep me here. I love this place.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. My wife used to live in Scottsdale, uh, back, back in the day. She, she asked, uh, worked at a golf course and, uh, so she she liked it out there for a little while, but then she ended up coming back to the Midwest. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I got some friends that uh, live north of, or they used to live north of Phoenix in a little higher up uh, elevation. And they didn't get the all the heat like yeah you guys get. But uh, definitely a place I want to come visit at some point. And, and real quick, before we get into Wilderness Athlete and you mentioned uh, Outdoorsman, is mm-hmm. Wilderness Athlete and outdoorsman? Like under the same umbrella,
1: uh, more or less. Yeah, okay. we're very close. Yeah, they have their own entire team. Everything. I mean, like we're not like related in terms of uh, operations, um, but we like. So Courtney, who's my boss, she also uh, is the CEO of that company as well and runs that team over there. Um, gotcha. From similar, you know, ownership and stuff. But we, you know, mostly we we partner just on a lot of you know marketing stuff and. A lot of the creative uh, content creators and, and, and people that are driving the creative work on, on our team, uh, digital stuff on our team, do that for outdoorsmans as well. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, our, our buildings were across the parking lot from each other, so yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a, a great family, um, close working environment here, which is which is awesome because I think both companies, you know, we're both, you know, we're small companies. Um, we're, we're talking to the same general market, you know, of, of hardcore Western hunters, uh, looking for an edge. Uh, they handle the gear side. We, we handle the nutritional physical side. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been an awesome, you know, combination of them and us. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a ton of fun. And I never dreamed like, you know, however many years ago it was, I was, whether I was in college or after college, I never dreamed that I'd end up, you know, working in this industry, but I always... I always kind of hoped I would it's been you know it's been my dream of mine forever to kind of make my passion with hunting and fitness and all that stuff a, a career but um yeah it's been great
0: yeah I tell you uh just to talk about the outdoorsman for a sec th- mm-hmm. that I I have their pack I use their pack great. and I use the atlas trainer and that thing is awesome I awesome you know, no connection with that company at all. I just, when I see a good product, I like to talk about it and man, that thing, that thing last year, I haven't got to use it as much this year, but I will in the upcoming month. But I'm telling you that thing helped me out a ton preparing for my Colorado hunt last year.
1: Yeah. There's, there's really no replacing, you know, the, the training, the, uh, physical preparation you can get from a weighted pack. Yeah. That's, that's something that I think a lot of uh, outdoorsmen and, and people in the out, like hunters miss is, you know, there's so many things out there that can tell you that, you know, training this way, doing this type of, uh, circuits and X, Y, and Z are going to help you. But one of the best things you can do for yourself is just get your body used to and your mind used to what it feels like to cover a lot of ground with weight on your back, which is different than putting weight on a barbell yeah. or putting a vest on or, or carrying dumbbells in your, in your hands or whatever. Um, and that Atlas trainer is just so well designed that it, it's, it's, it makes it too simple too secure. Um, so this, you know, it really takes a lot of the excuses out of it. Cause I know before the Atlas trainer, I like to hike with a big sandbag and you know, the packs that I have is just like sometimes just getting the sandbag in there and stuff was just sort of a pain in the ass and it didn't always feel secure. Like I'd have to stop handful of miles at every time and just readjust it, resecure it. Um, And so subsequently, you know, I just didn't, I just didn't get after it as much. You know, I just felt like I would just, it was easy for me to make excuses. Like, I'll just go to the gym. Yeah. But with this trainer, man, it's just so freaking simple to throw a plate the 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 frame and that collar in my, in my truck. And in like two minutes, you know, from the trailhead, you're, you're ready to go. Um, so yeah, no, no doubt. I totally get what you're saying. It's a great, great piece of equipment.
0: All right. So let's talk about wilderness athlete here a sec. Um, why don't you just kind of break down the start of this company and and why these products, you know, why someone had this idea to introduce these products to the hunting community?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's actually a pretty, it's a great great place to start because a lot of people, um, I'm sure your listeners aren't, you know, totally foreign to the idea of this day and age, but there's so many people I, I come in contact with now that are like, hunting fitness or hunting and supplements, I don't get it. Like, where's the connection? Um, generally those people don't know what it's like to hunt, uh, out West or, you know, really get after it. And, and I think that's, that's where this whole, uh, idea of being a wilderness athlete and the whole purpose of this company was born. Um, you know, 15 years ago, Mark Paulson, our founder, who's still very much involved with the company uh, today. He, he is the guy who had the vision from the very beginning. Um, he spent 30 years in strength and conditioning. Uh, he worked in numerous collegiate programs, uh, worked with Olympic athletes and some professional athletes. He was a, a, a former pro football player himself. But so he, his whole life was, you know, getting guys uh, their body, their performance, their minds ready for the gridiron. You know, traditional sports um, at the university level and such. And he saw just so many uh, great companies with products that were you know, that were working for that type of athlete, that were really serving the traditional athlete well, um, or trying to, um, but you know, a traditional athlete had, had resources, had companies, had products, had approaches designed for them, but that just did not exist at the time for, for hunters. And he himself was an avid elk hunter. Um, I think the idea, and, and you can read about this and he's, he's written about this in a couple articles like for Western Hunter magazine, but Um, you know, the idea came to him when he was on an elk hunt in New Mexico, I think in the Gila or something. And just, you know, chasing bulls in the rut, realized at one point that he was getting his ass handed to him because he just wasn't as prepared physically. And he was like, this is one of the most physically demanding things. You know, this is a guy who spent his years, his whole life, like, you know, training, playing competitive sports. So he knew what it was like. To, to work um, and yet in the mountains chasing bulls was still like the hardest thing uh, he had ever done and so that was when he realized okay I've got to figure out how to address this issue and, and fill this niche because there's so many hunters people that he was surrounded by in his community that just didn't uh, they, they, their, their game their health their success their enjoyment of the outdoors would be far improved if they were A, in better shape, and if B, they had the products that could help them get there and give them that little extra edge to feel, you know, better recovery, better endurance, better hydration, Um, all of those things that play a pretty crucial part in, you know, how you feel, how you do outdoors. So um, that's where it started. You know, he had some great relationships in uh, in the formulation, science, and the research side, just coming from the academic, coming from the the physiological uh, departments at the universities and stuff. So he knew a lot of key players that really helped him bring the, bring the products together and and start making actual legitimate um, formulated, like specifically formulated products for, for outdoorsman's versus the route which so many other companies do, especially today, which is, you know, essentially white labeling very generic formulas. Um, You know, I think, everyone's familiar going to Walmart's or Costco or whatever or just GNC and you see 90 different products on the wall um, the, the the reality is that of those 90 products there's only a handful of variations in those formulas because they're likely formulated by maybe an even smaller handful group of guys so there's a whole lot of, of this going on out there in the nutrition space where you know one formula to the next is identical but my company, you know, I'm speaking hypothetically here, like someone can just say, I want to put my brand on it, put my label on it and right. put some marketing and stuff and, and sell it as different from the next. Um, and you know, and and there's obviously everyone's got different goals and stuff, but I think where that falls short for, for outdoorsmen and people who, you know, go into our country, people who are putting in long hours and days and weeks, uh, with packs on their back and trying to live, you know, pretty minimally, uh, in the back country that where that falls short for them is it's never been tested for that kind of stuff. It's not, uh, it's, it's, there's the considerations and the unique things that that person goes through that aren't brought to the formulation table for, uh, for the guys making the product. So, you know, when we formulate a product, uh, we don't just figure out what tastes good and what we want it to include. We test it, we test the hell out of it. And, um, you know, we want to make sure that when someone takes a willingness athlete supplement, whether it's our protein powders, our, you know, altitude uh, advantage pills, whatever the case may be that they can trust and they know it's going to actually give them that boost and that, that, that extra um, support, you know, in the outdoors that they need. So you know, that's, that's really the, the, the big difference, I think when he started the company was he wanted it to be um, a legitimate uh, company that was using current scientific research and, and testing uh, to formulate these products. And, and I think that's, that's where we are today and we're still doing that and it's, it's been serving as well.
0: Yeah. I've noticed that, uh, a lot of companies have products and they're just a normal, I guess you would call them a normal product anywhere else, but mm-hmm. all they've done is rebranded it towards the hunting community, the, the hunters, right? The outdoorsmen. Yeah. uh, coffee is one that sticks out to me. Where yeah. it's you look at some of the packages and the it's coming from, uh, you know, a a brand or a you know a place that makes coffee that uh, mm-hmm. there's like seven different other brands that are the same exact product just branded different. Yeah. What what specifically? Like, I you you talked you you kind of covered it high level, but can you mm-hmm. give us an example of like? maybe a product or a process where you guys said, okay, well we, we started with, you know, the starting point is maybe something that's comparable to GNC, but the stuff that's sold at GNC is for guys who maybe spend an hour in the gym as opposed to 10, 12 hours on the mountain and what you did to that product to get it to, I guess, give the, the, the guy who's on the mountain, the advantage. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, what's specific for the outdoorsman, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I think, well, the first thing to keep in mind, too, is, of course, any athlete, you know, any, any traditional athlete or just gym goer, they're going to benefit from our products uh, the same. And we actually have a, a, a lot of them that are really more intended for that training uh, gym life, you know, uh, use. So, um, but, yeah, to, to your point, the, the products that I would say that stand out the most would be A, altitude advantage. Uh, and B, hydrate and recover. Those two, for sure, are very uniquely formulated to support um, the type of lifestyle that a guy's gonna live for multiple days away from his truck, with his food and, and camp and everything on his back. Um, altitude Advantage, in particular, obviously, as the name suggests, helps helps you deal with uh, the acclimatization of of high altitude country. So. Um, that, that's important and, and it can be, it's, it's important for some guys for, far more than others, because unfortunately we don't always know who's going to have altitude sickness. Um, the reality is you don't know until it's too late typically, but, um, that product itself is, is a great blend of different adaptogenic herbs, which a lot of our products use. Um, and so there's an antioxidant nature to them. Um, we do use some like vitamin E and C, uh, vitamin E and C are both pretty crucial to bringing fluid into your tissues and when you're in low oxygen environments. So the type of oxygen that's available when you're, you know, above that 6,500, um, elevation, there's less oxygen available and what tends to happen is it's the hypoxic effect where you bring less oxygen into your tissues, uh, there's less fluid in your tissues. Um, And a lot of people suffer from just a a tight, uh, you know, tight feeling in their joints. They feel stiff. They feel lethargic. Um, That helps kind of counter some of that. But really the ultimate purpose of altitude advantage is just to help your body go through that adjustment as quickly as possible. Um, You know, our our bodies are pretty incredible. We adjust to a a tremendous amount of things. So, you know, if you go up to hunt at 10,000 feet and spend you know, five days or so, eventually you're going to feel normal. You'll feel fine. You'll feel like you normally do. But for, for most of us flatlanders and people that live in the valleys, um, there's an adjustment period that can be pretty rugged to get through for a lot of folks. It, it can be just like a, a, a migraine or a low grade headache, maybe a little bit of nausea. Some people can't even get out of the tent. You know, it's hard for some people to even stand up because they get almost like a vertigo effect and they, they, they vomit. Um, and so, you know, you're talking to a guy who's, you know, spent all year or more, uh, trying to draw a tag or he bought a guided hunt or whatever. And he spent a lot of time and money and, you know, he's got a whole lot of things weighing on this five to seven day hunt. He's got planned. He doesn't have the time to, to waste a couple days in the tent or just not feeling hundred percent, right? He needs to hit the ground running. So altitude advantage is, is really the, the product that'll get him, you know, in that best, um, best situation where he's feeling as good as he possibly can He's not being slowed down by those low oxygen, you know, symptoms. Um, so that makes a huge difference for those guys. You know, and and how that's unique to hunters is there's just not a whole lot of other people. Uh, we do see a lot of people like in the ski community that love our, uh, altitude advantage for this reason, because it's kind of similar where it's like, yeah, maybe for a week out of the year, I'm going to go up to 10,000 feet in snow. And so when I get up to that elevation, I just, I got to be able to perform. I got to be able to go. So same principle, um, but obviously football players, baseball players, basketball players, it's not typically something that they need to consider. Um altitude advantage is is definitely one that's, you know, hallmarked for our, our hunter community and it's it's really appropriate mostly in that in season time frame. Um hydrate and recover as like I was saying is 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 the next one that I think is you know, obviously an electrolyte drink hydration is key in all walks of life. Like on a daily basis, being well hydrated is super crucial. Uh, for a whole lot of things, not just your physical performance, but just your, your, your functional processes that take place to keep you healthy. So hydration is obviously key, but where hydrate and recover separates itself is not just with the electrolytes and the appropriate ratio of the electrolytes that we give you. Um, but with the physical support too. So, you know, as, as a hunter, if you're burning tons of calories, losing tons of sweat, stressing your, your body out, um, it's likely because you've got a pack on your back, you're burning your quads up. I mean, your muscles are going to be fatigued just as much as everything else when you're losing fluid. And we add like branched chain amino acids, we add uh, glutamine, we add some awesome ingredients in the hydrate and recover that really help your body bounce back, um, not just from a fluid level standpoint, but from a physical level standpoint too. Um, I, I with 100 percent confidence I can say this, and I know a ton of our customers can too. If there was like one product, if there was only one supplement of ours that I could take into the outdoors or have for the rest of my life, it would be Hydrate Recover because it's a, it can be a lifesaver. Like not even just in the mountain, but um, here on the golf course in the summertime uh, after a long day's work. When you're if you if you work in the, in the field or you know whatever your job, sometimes guys we do a lot of work with guys that are um you know in really hot environments too so it can it can change the game for for a lot of guys but hunters specifically because there's just not many people that that push themselves to the limit or use their bodies the way uh guys do in in the back country on a pretty hardcore hunt so you know those two are the first that come to mind for sure
0: okay well, i, I want to talk about this um altitude advantage specifically um sure. you met you you mentioned a little bit the ingredients that go into it mm-hmm. how like specifically do those ingredients work because I, I went to the doctor. I got a pill that I started taking a week before my hunt um, yeah. that would prevent me from getting altitude sickness. I've had altitude sickness before when I was trying to climb a 14 out in Colorado yeah. and uh, I ended up getting real sick and throwing up and whatever. But yeah, what, it, what is it specifically do those ingredients do to the body that help it adjust and perform sure. in higher altitudes
1: yeah i think the the key one um in our altitude advantage uh formula is ginkgo uh ginkgo extract ginkgo biloba is the leaf is the plant that it comes from um but that's really one of the more unique product ingredients in that formula because it does help with uh red uh, blood cell production uh, and your red blood cells are obviously what carry the uh, oxygen to and around your your muscles in your body so that's really going to help with the oxygen delivery um, and the more you know red blood cell count you can have the, the more oxygen that's going to be available in your blood so we've got some great articles on our journal uh, that go a lot deeper into the science behind gingo biloba extracts uh, the physiological stresses that come with altitude sickness and how those interact um, but that one for sure, ginkgo is, is definitely a big player there. Um, the rest of the formula, so besides vitamin E and C, which I kind of touched on before with helping you bring more fluid into your tissues, the other, the other ingredients there, <clears throat> in, uh, they're all extracts. They're all adaptogenic herbs. And people always say, well, what's an adaptogenic herb? And it's like, well, obviously, it's an, it's an herb. It's an ingredient that helps your body adapt to stress. So, uh, physiological stress, environmental stress, uh, when wherever we're placed under, you know, in stressful environments, stressful conditions, and in this case, uh, low oxygen, like when you go up into high country where lot oxygen is less available with the density of oxygen molecules in the air is less available. Um, that's a very stressful situation for your body. A lot of things are happening internally to, uh, compensate for that oxygen. A lot of things are happening uh, that are, that are reacting to a lack of oxygen than your body's used to. Um, so naturally uh, we're, we're going to adapt to that over time. But I, again, these extracts have been proven over time, like millenniums of, I mean, some of these extracts have been used for hundreds and hundreds of years for, for different ailments. Um, but like Shisandra extracts, one of them, and you'll see that in a lot of our different products, uh, that really helps to, relaxed blood vessels. Um, so it definitely helps to calm a lot of the, you know, like I was saying, the stresses that happen at altitude. So, you know, one of the, you know, we can get into the nitty gritty of some of that stuff and like we'll quickly get out of my depth of like, <laughs> you know, uh, the yeah. medical stuff. But, you know, that's, that's that's at the root of it is, I think, ginkgo biloba extract. And if you start reading about that, you'll start realizing that that's definitely gonna be your best friend up there. Um, all of the, all of the benefits that ginkgo gives you are, are the things that typically people struggle with at altitude Gotcha. um, along with the, the other adaptogenic herbs in there, which, which I think are super crucial too. Right.
0: So then, you know, outside of the, the altitude, right. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd wake up every morning, I would eat a a big fat breakfast, have maybe have a little coffee and then, Mm -hmm. you know, start hiking up the mountain. Um, you know, you sit there, I, you know, obviously I come from an elevation of 300 feet uh, now I'm up at, you, you know, 10, five, 11, yeah. you know, 11, three, whatever. And yeah. you're, you're like, you really can't beat that. I mean, you have to just become acclimated at some point, but then, yeah. you know, you're doing that all day, your body's not used to it. So it's just like a hammer hitting you all day long. And I remember one of those days coming off the mountain, I had like a mile we were a mile out yet, and mm-hmm. I was just, I had, I was exhausted. Yeah. Basically able, hardly to walk. I just had to take a couple, you know, walk oh, maybe 50 yards at a time, stop, walk another yeah. 50, walk. What kind of products do you offer for the guy who's like, okay, man, I just got to get back to the cab and I need another hour or two of energy? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah for sure. Um, so the the compliment I, that to hydrate and recover that has been super popular for us for for that reason I mean almost to a T for for that type of scenario our energy so we make a product called energy and focus uh, obviously it's an energy drink um, but it's a very different type of energy drink than you know you get from any convenience store like Red Bull or Monster or any of that so zero sugar we actually we actually just reformulated it to uh, include. Uh, much less maltodextrin, which is essentially a complex carbohydrate. So we are reducing the amount of carbs that it includes, which is going to help with a number of things. I mean, there's a lot of people these days who are looking to cut out carbs. Um, and as far as that goes, when you have less carbs in there, I think you will notice a little bit of a quicker uptake in energy. Um, it's you know it, that's easily the the product that I would suggest some guy would lean on when he's like, okay, I feel kind of down and out. I really don't have my salt about me and I just, I need either a get back to the truck or I need to get a, make a push here to get this, you know, this animal off the mountain. Um, like almost a cult following we've had is our Superman mixture. We call it, uh, which is you take our hydrant recover and our energy and focus together. Um, it's really like almost a daily drink for a lot of guys. And so many of our customers for years, you know, have, it's kind of funny, like we, 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 some people love them so much together they've even forgot that. Oh, I can take hydrate and recover or energy and focus by itself. Um, but the two complement each other really well. Obviously, the flavor the flavors are always really great together. But when you can give somebody uh, awesome energy, you know, with the energy and focus side, the, so sustainable, um, steady energy, it's not going to give you the jitters. You're not going to feel that really hard, high harsh spike in your in your heart rate. Um, there's only 125 milligrams of natural caffeine in there, which is the equivalent of, you know, gosh, like a small cup of coffee these days. Some, some coffee you get is so fortified. It's like 140 to 160. Um, so it's natural caffeine, pretty moderate amount. Um, we also give some B vitamins. So B6, B12, um, which are really helpful from like a, um, a neuron firing standpoint. They really help with, the neurons in your, in, your, in your brain, so that can really help with your focus side and just feeling alert and feeling clear. Um, you know, B vitamins have been used for years and years and years to, to help with, with energy and mental focus and, and creativity and things like that. So that really comes into play. So, you know, one of the beauties of energy and focus is it's not just we're going to give you a bunch of caffeine, we're going to give you a bunch of sugar and send you on your way we do have a lot of ingredients in there that help you manufacture internally your, your own energy, you know, helps support a lot of the same systems in your body that, that it needs. So like we, we add coenzyme Q10, um, coenzyme Q10 is, um, if you're familiar with coenzymes, they're really, they're obviously the, the catalyst between, you know, one state of your body to achieving something else. So that's what helps with a lot of ATP production and things like your internal organs that are responsible for, maintaining cardiovascular health, um, brain function, things like that. There's certain organs we have that are greater users of ATP than others. Um, but when we can help our body manufacture ATP more consistently, um, then, you know, we'll be better off. So we, you know, that, that's a key one in there. We, we add L-carnitine. L-carnitine does a lot of good things for the brain as well. Um, again, you're going to see a couple of, the uh, you know, adapt junk herbs I was talking about earlier. Um, so we go to koala extract is in there golden root extract is in there um, a little bit of niacin which is really helpful it's a really strong b vitamin it helps with the blood flow things like that so I mean it's a really well-rounded formula and again like I said it's zero sugar so which is really nice because sugar you know there's a benefit to some amount of sugar but 99% of the time uh, drinks uh, out there they, they, they way overdo it. Um, so it's, it's, it's helpful when we can kind of cancel it out of our diets whenever we can, because we're, you know, in today's day and age, we're consuming it at every corner. So it's, um, it's nice to be able to still have a great tasting product, a super well-functioning product that can help you, you know, get, get that energy to get something done. Um, and of course, a lot of people end up using this in their daily lives, you know, in, in midday at work when you're kind of feeling that, the Mondays, in case the Mondays, kind of thing. Yeah. Where, you know, you got to get to the gym or whatever the case may be. It can definitely help you uh, get that energy to get stuff done in a healthy way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's like the I have no energy and I want some energy route. Now, what about do you guys offer anything like okay, before I hit that point, maybe it's time for me to eat something. Right. Do you guys offer any type of um, edibles or like uh, bars or Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. little gummies or whatever that that you can take up into the mountain with you?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, we for a long time have kicked around the ideas of man, should we get into, you know, like backpacking food, like dehydrated meals or freeze dried foods, things like that. And, you know, that's a huge undertaking. And we have some great partners and great friends in the industry so we've begun, you know, you know, selling at Wilderness Athlete Heather's Choice meals, which are second to none in terms of like the nutritional quality she puts in her dehydrated meals. So those are super crucial for a lot of guys um, supporting backcountry energy and and getting the right calories. Um, we started making bars uh, like two years ago, um, and we're actually going to be ha- we should have a new bar, a completely reformulated bar, protein bar. Uh, hopefully the end of August, early September is when we're expecting that in. Um, but that is for sure something that we've spent a lot of time on making sure it was meeting the needs. So the, the, the first bar we did, uh, that was, we've been selling for about a year is a really good bar, a, a whole lot better than a lot of the, the options you're going to see, you know, on the shelves at REI or, um, you know, convenience stores, but we knew it could definitely be better. You know I mean? It was like, it tastes great. Uh it's it's reasonably low in sugar considering the considering, you know, bars in general. Um and as I said too, especially when you're in the backcountry and you're moving and you're and you're burning calories, sugar is, is not always the worst thing in the world. Sometimes you need those those fat fast acting carbs. But um we knew it could definitely be better with some of the macronutrients. So now uh this new bar that we're we're coming out with pretty soon is is much higher in protein, much higher in saturated fat. Um it's got a much better you know quality of protein, lower in sugar, and, and truthfully, in my opinion, I think it tastes even better and the texture is even better than than our previous bar. Um, but that's definitely something we're getting more into, you know, in terms of like supporting the caloric needs, like the actual edibles, the things you chew, the things that are kind of stick to your ribs, uh, needs in the backcountry, and you know, we, we definitely don't want to get out of our depth and try to take on this whole world of dehydrated meals and stuff. You know, maybe one day, but. For now, you know uh, Heather uh, Heather Kelly. She's a great friend of ours. She's she's killing it with the, the the recipes and what they're putting together in their company. So we support them, and that's I mean, we I personally haven't eaten in the backcountry of my hunts for the past two three years. That's all I've eaten, and I I remember when I switched to that from like your typical mountain house, it was a world difference. Um, not from just the like digestive health things, but. Um, just the energy, the sustained energy that I feel. You know, like one of her breakfasts, I would feel, I would feel awesome. I'd feel so good all day long. Uh, not all day, but like you know, most most of the morning into the early afternoon. As to where a mountain house, you know, it would go through me pretty quick, and I'd be wanting to snack. I'd be pretty ravenous. You know, I didn't. It just didn't have some of the the other things I needed, like you know, good quality fats for sustained energy and such. So, um, you know, we're definitely always trying to find the cutting edge and looking at the things that that our customers need and and, and ultimately that we need because we're, you know, we are the same uh, type of athlete and hunter and and person as our customers. So, you know, typically that's typically where a lot of the things like that start is, you know, we are looking for personal, like, okay, what's the the ultimate thing that I can have right now to to, to better my game? And, um, you know, Heather, those foods are great too. But, um, yeah, our new bar should be here pretty soon.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah, man. I had, uh, I used Heather's choice last year. Uh, oh yeah, right. uh, dude, that, uh, bison chili. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I would, I would eat that in the garage. Like I that. know, man, I love it.
1: I, well, I do the same thing. Cause like, you know, I, like I, I checked out my, um, my stock I had the other day of, of meals and I noticed a few of them were, Coming up on expiration, and, <laughs> I, I, and this was like a couple months ago, and I was like, you know what, Scott, this is what I'm having for dinner tonight. And that's like right. I, had, uh, I had the uh, sockeye salmon chowder, and yeah. that was, I was like, that was just, I mean, an awesome meal. And, you know, nutritionally, that's the, the beauty of it is um, you would never dream of doing that with a mountain house because if you look at, A, the sodium content and a lot of the other uh, preservatives that they use and a lot of the other, or just empty other calories they have, it's just not doing much for you, but you can eat one of her meals and I mean they're actually fully loaded. I never actually finished one because they're just so i mean it's like five hundred and fifty or more calories typically and, and and I mean it's a bit a it's a bit heavier on the sodium that I need on a daily basis but um man, yeah yeah they're, they're awesome
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely, all right, so we talked a little bit about you know the the mountain side of things. Now, a lot of guys who listen to this podcast specifically are whitetail hunters. Is there any product, let's say, not necessarily for a, hey, I'm going to go out and hunt this evening and then go back home, but yep. for a, a guy who is grinding for like two weeks straight and yep. He may not be putting out a ton of energy walking to and from the tree stand, but sitting in the cold all day waiting yeah. for a deer to go, come by. Is there any products that you guys would recommend for, for those hunters?
1: Yeah. Uh, we, we actually, I think about this quite a lot because I, myself, isn't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Midwest whitetail hunter. I I've, I've spent a handful of days in a tree stand and I've never done it in the type of conditions that a lot of you guys do. Um, which is a total different struggle in and of itself with the, you know, the the patients, the work that goes into the preparation, the season, um, you know, weathering just the the cold or whatever it is that you've got going on. Um, And so it is a totally different set of uh, like considerations sometimes, but there's absolutely products that will help. And I think, you know, it depends on what, what, what's the, what's the, what do you need help with? I think one of the things that, you know, I, I personally would, Struggle with the most for me is, is so I, I'm a boredom eater <laughs> Like I every yeah. time, you know, a dull moment goes by I just I feel like I should be snacking on something and something that I think a combination that has really helped me just on a daily basis and I, I, w- I would think it'd be great for You know a guy in his tree stand too uh, is incorporating our our wild C8 MCT I know it's a long name, but you can just think of it as, as C8 MCT So that stands for medium chain triglycerides it's a basically powdered um, fat. Seven grams of saturated fat in one scoop of this powder. Um, C8 is to get a little more nitty gritty on it. It's just the it's the type of uh, it's the chain length of that uh, of that um, of that fat. Uh, now, why that's really helpful is because it helps you sustain energy, helps you stay focused, and you, it really helps it helps you like move off those cravings. Like it's are really important for people who are trying to, you know, maybe do some intermittent fasting or kind of control some appetite things. Um, I add it to my coffee almost every morning and it makes your coffee a little bit thicker and creamier, really, really enjoyable. Um, you can add it to your shakes too, which would be kind of the next thing I think a lot of guys would want to lean on as our meal replacement shake. Um, you know, you got a whole, I remember when I, I mean growing up in California, I, I, I duck kind of pretty hard. And when you're sitting in the blind, in the, in the duck blind, typically the type of snacks that are going around, donuts, uh, you know, jerky, Twinkies, things that aren't doing your body any favors. Um, and our meal replacement shake, it would be far, you know, far better options, way easier on your digestive system. It definitely sustains, you know, it's got the right calories that you need to feel full and satiated, um, you know, but more importantly, you know, I think it, it'll keep your body, it, it, you're ready to go. You know, when you need to haul that, that deer out of there, you'll feel strong, you'll feel like you have the energy, you'll feel ready to do that versus spending a morning or afternoon uh, snacking on junk food uh, that typically leaves you in a situation of, you know, feeling good. Right. Um, so, you know, yeah, it just depends on what, what the guy is after, you know, if he's trying to lose a little weight. We've had a ton of success with our 28-day challenge. Um, you know, I think that's one of the, the key things that a lot of people misunderstand is people always, you know, a lot of the Western hunter community think that, like, hunting in the, in the Midwest is just a, a cakewalk. And dragon some of those Frickin' whitetail, you guys have it. Those 250-pound whitetail is, uh, you know, super challenging. I, you know, I, and so there's a lot of guys that are just looking to be more, uh, more prepared for that kind of thing. I want to be stronger. I need to be in better shape. I need to lose 20 pounds. Um, and we have a whole lot of solutions for that. Our 20-day challenge is a great fat loss program that, you know, really helps support your strength and stamina, and really helps you lose body fat, not just weight, but body fat. So. Um, you know, that's kind of the important distinction for us is we, we want to help guys lose body fat and not necessarily sacrifice muscle at the same time. So, um, you know, that, that definitely comes to mind.
0: Yeah. Hey, speaking of that 28 day challenge, where can somebody find more information about what that is? And
1: mm-hmm. yeah, on our website, um, if you go into the nutrition section on our website, um, or if you want to go to the search bar and a 20 day challenge, uh, you'll find it there and we have a whole lot of information on that page on what the program is, what it offers, what you get. Um, so it's not just a routine of supplements. Uh, you will get a, a workout guide. you'll get a cookbook. We have a promotion going on right now and you'll get a cookbook for free, which a ton of great recipes in there. Um, so you'll get two books. Uh, you'll get the training guide which gives you daily workout routines, exercises, a lot of which can be done at home with some pretty simple equipment. Um, and then there's another book in there called The Daily, uh, it's a guide and tracker. So it just helps you keep yourself accountable for, did I take the supplement at the right time? What did I eat for breakfast? What am I doing for lunch? Did I exercise today? Um, and it really helps guide you through that 28-day experience where, uh, you know, in our and the reason why it's 28 days is because, you know, a lot of studies have shown that if you can stick to a routine, a good routine for 28 days, that is a good length of time for you to develop some good solid habits to carry through um, for the long haul, you know, that aren't going to just disappear, you know, as soon as you quit. Right. So, you know, that's that's really the point of the guide is just to make sure that these habits and these, these things you're doing that might be different than what you're used to doing, Um, they're just more front of mind for you. You've got a nice, you know, easy to follow book that helps remind you of, of what you should be doing. Um, we've got it loaded with a lot of good articles on, on muscle management, some education on hydration, um, just to keep the whole program, um, you know, well understood by the end user because, you know, that's ultimately what our goal is, is not just to give you the solution and never teach you anything. We want people to be, uh, healthier as soon as they stop our products as well. So, you know, I think that's the, the, the distinction between the Trinity Challenge and a lot of the programs is is that, you know, you'll hopefully develop the, the skills, you know, dietarily and, and exercise-wise that you can carry through the rest of your life to, to be a healthier person.
0: Sounds good. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, I got one pitch for you here towards the okay. end. Um, why don't you go ahead and just kind of – a guy who's maybe on the fence about picking some of this stuff up. Uh, why should a guy – you know, give a uh, wilderness athlete a try?
1: Sure. Yeah, great question. I think today too, in today's day and age, there's so many options and there's so many people marketing to you on social media and stuff. You're kind of like, what's snake oil? What's real? Um, and I, I would just encourage any anybody who is just even curious, um, ultimately, you got to try it. You know, And that's the, 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 the proof is in the pudding, so to speak. Uh, we have a full money-back guarantee within 30 days, so you don't have anything to lose. If you try something and you're like, I don't feel what they said I would feel, I don't like it, I don't like the taste, whatever the case may be, we can give you all your money back. Um, so that's one huge thing you can rely on. The other thing is, truthfully, I can sit here until I'm blue in the face and tell you about uh, the ingredients we use or why this thing works, but you need to kind of feel it for yourself and that is typically the, the distinction between um, you know if it works for you or not. And You know, there's a whole lot of guys out there who, uh, you know, and and I'm familiar with this as well, just the male ego is a powerful thing. You know, it's like, I've been doing it this way for so long and I've never needed protein. I've never needed these products and I've been able to hunt the way I want or live the way I want. Um, And that may be true, but I've seen time and time again, guys uh, become way healthier. They enjoy their time in the outdoors more. They They lengthen their season. They get out more because they feel better. They recover faster with the help of, uh, of some, some, some supplements, and it, it can make a huge difference in your life. So, um, you know, if someone's just curious on where to start, you know, they don't really know exactly what they need or, or they're like, wow, you, you have so many different products, where do I even start, from fish oil to joint pills, whatever, uh, we're more than happy to help. Our, our customer service team is awesome. Um, we can guide you through the entire process on where to start and that doesn't always mean getting you every product we have a lot of times it's just simplifying simplifying your routine you know starting you with uh, maybe one or two products that really I think would make the biggest difference for you so uh, you know our company is, is ran by hunters we were operated by people who've kind of been through a lot of the same struggles that a lot of these you know your listeners are so you know if you call us or email us or whatever you'll be in good company to to uh, to figure out what you know where to best start but uh, that, that that's you know that would be my biggest thing is uh, if, if you don't think you need it um, you know think again I, ultimately I think there's a lot of people that that time has proven it benefits it benefits your performance it benefits your health it benefits your recovery so
0: yeah absolutely Well, man, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to hop on and uh, inform us and chat with us. And uh, let me be the first to say good luck this upcoming season, man.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It was uh, awesome. So I appreciate the conversation. And yeah, hopefully uh, if if we chat again, I'll have some better stories from the fall
0: and there you have it ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode huge shout out to Kevin if you want to find out more about Wilderness Athlete go to their website wildernessathlete.com other than that I'm going to keep this intro really short huge shout out to all the partners of this podcast Vortex Optics Lone Wolf Portable Tree Stands Ripcord Arrow Rest Wasp Archery Ozonics Scent Elimination Prime Bows and again Vortex Optics That's it, man. Make sure you're subscribing uh, to the podcast on the Nine Finger Chronicles feed or the Sportsman's Nation Whitetail feed. And make sure you're following along on Instagram. Remember, Instagram, because there might be a giveaway starting on Instagram here pretty soon. And other than that, um, yeah, follow us on Facebook. Make sure you're subscribed. If you like this podcast and you like Sportsman's Nation, man, go give it a review. And if you're going to be in a tree, man... Wear your damn safety harness.